Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. And live from Paula Broadwell's living room, it's the 4th and Inches show with Jenna <laughs> and the Sherpa. Jenna, how are you? You must be in a good mood since the Cowboys won and the Giants lost last weekend. And I finally got Nick Foles in the game. This is a great week for me. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs a haircut. He looks like Napoleon Dynamite, but I'm kind of okay with it. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, in spite of well, that, the Eagles still lost last week, and we'll see there are quite a few uh, quarterback injuries to touch on this week. But why don't you start us yeah. off by just letting everybody know how they can get in touch and participate in all the fun. Well, first off, everyone put your helmet on. We're we're uh talking concussion safety here, so try not to hit anybody high. Let's let's keep it clean here. Uh Sherpa and I can't afford to go down with concussions. I mean, what would you do without us? So in my case don't I don't have... think there's much there to concuss, but that's <laughs> beside the point. Since there is no Nick Foles waiting in the wings to relieve us, we'll just have to, to truck through here. Uh There are a number of ways to get a hold of us. We're here for a whole hour from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, as we are every Wednesday night. And if you want to have your voice heard, feel free. You have a question you want answered. You just want to razz us. Whatever works for you, we are here to listen. You can call us at 347-677-1608. That's 347-677-1608. Or you can tweet us at... The number four THN Inches Show. That's the number four THN Inches Show. You can also email us on the same handle, the number four THN Inches Show at gmail.com. The chat room is open, and you can find us all week long on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page and at fantasyfootballsherpa.com, as well as our personal Twitter accounts. Uh, but for the time being, feel free to come chat with us, call in, or tweet or email us. We will be talking all about the matchups for Week 11. We have another 14-game schedule for you. Uh, since we have four teams on a bye, that is Minnesota, the New York Giants, Seattle, and Tennessee. You will be without those fantasy players this week. Um But uh, I think we'll be able to truck through. We do have some great waiver wire suggestions for you to help fill those gaps. So you want to get right into that? We're kind of like, to extend your analogy a little bit, we're kind of like the Mark Sanchez and Tim Tebow of of fantasy football talk. We have better completion rates, I'm sure. I throw a very nice spiral. (laughs) Okay. Well, this this show is quickly spiraling out of control, but uh, why don't you get us back on track? (laughs) <laughs> I'll leave it to the listeners to decide who's the Tebow and who's the Sanchez. I think you yeah, yeah. have your act a little <laughs> bit more together, so I guess that makes you Sanchez. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> people are bad mouthing me anonymously. That makes me Tebow. Uh oh, uh oh, we got drama in the locker room. Let's so, talk waiver wire. Yeah, why don't we? So, how about quarterbacks? Why don't you touch first on uh, who was injured this week. I mean, like you said, we've got concussion city going on this week. So which quarterback Yeah, Michael Vick was knocked out of the game in the second quarter with a concussion and uh, a bruised eye socket. Uh, Alex Smith also was concussed. Smith is on his way to passing concussion tests and he's not playing until Monday night. So he has a really good shot of playing. Michael Vick really unlikely to play this week. It looks like Nick Foles is going to be the starter. And Ben Roethlisberger may be the most important injury uh, of all, given the schedule he's got coming up. Uh, sprained his SC joint in his shoulder, which is the same injury that stopped Brett Favre's Ironman streak. Uh, and he also fractured his top rib inward. So one wrong move, and he's going to slash his aorta open, which is really bad news. Um, so the shoulder is something you could possibly... They can't possibly... just stitch him up and send him back in with that? Apparently not. Doctors weren't yeah. real excited about it. Um, they're going to but... have a little... They're going to have another heart 
the, the, the rib the injury is, is much more concerning. The shoulder's kind of a, a week-to-week thing, but they're not going to let him on a field at this week for sure and probably not for the next few. So we're going to get the Brian Leftwich experience again, Byron Leftwich. I can't even – it's been so long, I can't even say his name anymore. First time since 2009 and starting so long, a game. I can't even say Leftwich. <laughs> and what I think is interesting is the Ravens re-signed Dennis Dixon – to their practice squad today. He used to be a backup quarterback for the Steelers, and they're playing the Steelers twice in the next three weeks. So I'm wondering if maybe it's just to keep him away from Pittsburgh. Sounds like it. Now, what about Jay Cutler? What's what's his status? Because he was Um, also concussed. Jay Cutler also concussed. And, again, he's not playing until Monday night. It seems his headaches have subsided somewhat, so it looks like he's got a chance of playing. Um, But that's kind of going to go down a little further in the week, much like Alex Smith. So for the time being, it looks like you're probably safe with your Monday night quarterbacks. Roethlisberger's definitely out. Michael Vick, highly unlikely he's going to play. All right, so who do you like among the quarterbacks? Um, I don't know if you guys know, but I happen to like this guy named Nick Foles, who is the backup in Philadelphia. Uh, He's playing a a nice defense in the Washington Redskins this week who have no no desire to stop any kind of pass play, which should bode well for him. Um, I think Sam Bradford's an interesting pickup for this week. He's got the Jets this week and the Cardinals next week, um, and he's got Danny Amendola back. So he looks like a functional quarterback again, and he's got a, a soft schedule coming up. Jake Locker came back last week. Um, He didn't do a ton in the air, but he did have two touchdowns, and he was playing the Miami defense, which is a little better. But um, And also Byron Leftwich is more going to be a facilitator, but the run game is sketchy, and his first play was a pass play last week, and he's going to be in probably for at least a couple of games. I would think you're probably going to see him at least two weeks. So if you need to get by, it's it's not a terrible option. What do you think, Sherpa? Would you pick up Mohamed Sanu as a quarterback this week? I'm going to say no on that one. Just going to okay. go out there and, and say probably not. <laughs> All right. Um, for me, I I like Bradford a lot in general. I just The Jets don't do much well as a team, but they're still pretty decent on pass defense. I'm a little bit leery about him. Love the Foles recommendation. Leftwich, I'm not sure. I, I don't have any strong opinion about him. Uh, if Brian Tannehill... Yeah, He's out there. Enough. Him. Yeah, I mean, they're playing Buffalo's him. pass defense or what passes for a pass defense on Thursday <laughs> night. So, And then uh, also the flip side of that game, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot going against Miami's defense there. So those, those two guys who just coincidentally are playing each other mm-hmm. are probably the two that I like the most this week that are widely available. And you mentioned Locker, too, but the Titans have a bye this week. So if you have room to I like him for stashing. I like yeah. stash players, but I got another okay. one of those recommendations later. But we'll get there. All right. <laughs> so he's a stash recommendation. So how about uh, let's move on to the running backs where most noticeable, notable injuries and noticeable, too, were uh, – Ahmad Bradshaw you know, mm-hmm. went out with a foot injury for the Giants, and Fred Jackson went out with a concussion, and I believe he's already bad. been ruled out for this Yeah, week. that looked really bad. I thought he was dead for a minute. It was not good. Yeah, well, he's not dead, but you know, that's, that's great still going to get the – yeah, that is good news for him and his family. <laughs> but uh, P.J. Spiller is still going to get the lion's share of the pickup mm-hmm. there this week. Uh, guys that I like – Mark Ingram is starting to show signs of life again in New Orleans. I'm not sure why, but he is. Nobody knows. So, nobody they, knows, but nobody, he's somebody. Same thing with Chris Ivory. It's weird. Yeah, Chris Ivory, I I mean, his stats were obviously skewed by that one fantastic run he had yes. last week. So, uh, But you know, to me, I, I just think that if they're both healthy, Ingram will probably still get the benefit of the doubt. You know, Mm-hmm. and get more carries, but we'll see. And then Miami, I like Daniel Thomas going against Buffalo's run defense. And don't uh, overlook Danny Woodhead either. He's you know, um, Brandon Bolden is suspended now, and he seems mm-hmm. to be getting some touches in relief of uh, Stephen Ridley. 
So you know, that that would be my other suggestion for this week. Um, yeah, the Chris Ivory thing confuses me. I just I don't think it's gonna last. If Mark Ingram's available in your league, he's not a terrible flex option. Um Marcel Reese in Oakland, it definitely came out on top in the Taiwan Jones Marcel Reese fight last week. He he's getting more of the carries. Um still nobody really knows the severity of any injury in Oakland. Um but he's He's not a bad option. Uh, Andre Brown of the Giants still available a lot of places, and with Bradshaw down, it's going to be more uh, more carries for him, which should help. And I, he's also I can't... a stash pick for this week. Yeah, yeah. I just I I want to get a running back when I can, and with sure. bye weeks, I like picking him up there. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. since mine keep dropping like flies, and it's really depressing. Yeah. Yeah, well, Bernard Pierce is still available in a lot of leagues, too. I mean, he hasn't shown too much yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens Also started. worth noting, Beanie Wells probably coming back in the next week or two, and he's available in a lot of places, and he will get a, a nice chunk of carries when he comes back. If you've got a spot to stash him before he gets activated, might not be a terrible idea. Who would you rather pick up at this point, Beanie Wells or Peyton Hillis? Beanie Wells. Okay. I think I might pick up Hillis just because he's actually playing. But I just, I can't, I can't give up on Beanie. I don't know what it is. It's just Yeah. So, yeah. all right, let's, like, let's move along then to wide receivers. Even. We have a whole bunch of people that uh, had back and ankle injuries, the back injuries. Uh, yeah, and so. also worth noting, uh, our boy, Darius hayward Bay injured his hamstring today. Finally got healthy yeah. for about 10 minutes and then tweaked his hammy in practice. So now he's questionable for this week. Yes, I did see that. So he's, Really bad to be any player in Oakland right now. It's just not safe. Yeah, so he's got the, the hamstring problem. Um Antonio Brown has an ankle problem. He's ar- I think he's already been ruled out for the week, Antonio Brown, by the way. Yeah, I saw him with this question, well, maybe he has been ruled out. But uh, Dominic Hickson is, of course, on a bye, and same thing with Percy Harvin, but they both have ankles. Jason Avant is not playing for the Eagles either. Nick Foles and he usually get along pretty well, so that's not ideal. Yeah. But. And, uh, well, maybe Riley Cooper will get a few more snaps and. uh Jeremy Macklin is also having back problems and holding on to the ball problems. So, so among the wide receivers, then, who are the ones out there that you are looking at for this week? Uh, it seems that we have a winner in San Diego. Denario Alexander has emerged from the pack. He's now become a deep threat. He's getting the majority of the targets, and he's actually holding on to the ball for the most part, which is pretty exciting. Um, Danny Amendola is available in about half of leagues, which just blows my mind. Uh, if he's out there, go pick him up. He's not going to get you a ton of yards after the catch, but he's going to catch 11 balls. That's that's all you need. Um, I like Brandon Stokely out in Denver as a flex option over the next couple of weeks. They're playing some defenses where he's got a chance to get a couple of deep passes. Peyton Manning likes to go to him late in the game. And Cecil Shorts. I, I know he doesn't have a great quarterback, but he seems to have emerged as the number one receiver in Jacksonville, and it's it's Ron weird. Robinson might have something to say with that, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. When he finally says something, we'll see. <laughs> well, he had a pretty decent game last week coming back, so we'll mm. see if he can stay uh, uninjured for more than a game. But Hopefully. Fingers crossed. The, the two that I like most that are still widely available on the waiver wire are Donald Jones in Buffalo, and he should be able to take advantage of that same matchup that Ryan Fitzpatrick has against the I'm worried about the, the leg there. injury last week. Makes me a little hesitant. Got Let's crushed see, and, pretty good. Yeah, and then also uh, Taekwon Underwood in Tampa Bay seems to have emerged as their third wide receiver in the offense that suddenly looks pretty potent, so... Those are a couple of guys. And then if you're really swinging for the fences, all kidding aside about his quarterbacking, his 158-3 rating, uh, Mohamed Sanu is still uh, available in a lot of leagues, and he's starting to get some targets in Cincinnati, so he might be a good pickup as well. All right. I can live with that. Moving on to tight ends last week, uh, Kellen Davis, and Owen Daniels were the big names among the ones that uh, dropped like flies. 
in terms of people I'd be looking to pick up this week. Scott Chandler's still out there in some leagues, not many, but you know, if he's gone, Tony Moiaki in Kansas City seems like he's recapturing some of his mojo. Of he had a very the, nice game last week. Yeah, the team as a whole is, doesn't have anything uh, really Terrible. going for it, although I think Jana would have to admit they kept the Steelers game a little bit closer than she probably would have uh, Yeah, I would have but, really liked to cover that spread, but no, no. <laughs> it well, did not happen. To be fair, though, Ben Roethlisberger wasn't playing... No, and, but game. I mean, so it, it didn't, it didn't look that great when he was close. in the game either. No, that's true. But so those are the, the tight ends, Chandler and Moyaki and maybe Lance Kendricks, if you're really desperate in St. Louis. So who who do you like tight end-wise? Uh, I agree with those. Uh, the Tony Moyaki one's kind of a high-risk, high-reward. Uh, Dustin Keller, if he's out there, and he still is because the Jets are terrible. Um, his matchup this week, not that awesome, but future week's going to get better. Uh, worth noting that my boy Brandon Myers, the Danny Amendola of tight ends, did get concussed this week and is questionable this weekend. Um, so you may need uh, one of these guys to fill in, or if somebody else drops him, go pick him up. All right, and let's see, kickers, the only reason you'd be playing them is if you're streaming them or if you had somebody on by this week, the, which which mm. kickers are catching your eye? Uh, the Cowboys' Dan Bailey is poised to have a really nice week against the Browns. Um, Connor Barth, the Tampa Bay kicker, also good matchup. And Matt Prater out in Denver. Uh, they're playing San Diego, which can be a tough matchup for Denver, regardless of how good the teams actually are. So he may have some more opportunities than usual to kick field goals. Plus, he's always really good at home. That's where he kicks his 55 and 60 yarders, which is always fun. Yes. And let's see. I I had uh, Connor Barth on my list as well, so we agree on that one. The other two that were on my list this week are Justin Medlock down in Carolina. I think that Carolina game is going to be pretty high scoring this week, Tampa and Carolina, and and also Kai Forbath in Washington. We mentioned his name couple weeks in a row now, but I, I like their matchup this week, too, with the Eagles. Yes. So, and then defense, if you're streaming defenses, the two that have caught my eye this week, Cincinnati has a home matchup against Kansas yeah. City, and Love St. Louis it. has a home matchup against the Jets. You know, you could pretty much do well just by picking up whoever's facing the Jets yeah, the, for actually, the coming week. Are, that's a good way to stream your defense, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pick a team like Jacksonville or the Jets or a couple mm-hmm. others. And, uh, I mean, this oh, week Jacksonville's got Houston, so you're not going to find them on the waiver wire. But, yeah, if, if any of those teams' opponents maybe throw Arizona in that mix, too, mm-hmm. and teams like that, just you know, look first to see if the defense that they're playing – I mean, yeah, if the offense – Yeah. If the defense that they're uh, up against this week is available, that's a good play. I agree. Both on my list. I also had Tampa Bay. I have a little less faith in Carolina. Uh, I think it may be a little lower scoring, but that's more of a reach if you're really looking for somebody. But Cincinnati and St. Louis are going to be available in most leagues, so just jump on those guys. All right, let's dive into the games then. First up, we've got the Thursday night game this week with Miami at Buffalo, which should be an interesting game. Both Miami's quarterback is Rookie, who's maybe I don't know if you could say he's overachieved a little bit, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, a little bit, is, I think so. Yeah. I think is it's fair to say is underachieving, and they've got all sorts of injury problems at running back and all. But I still think Buffalo is going to pull this out. Don't think it'll be too high scoring, but I'll go with Buffalo to win this, 27-24. Um, I'm gonna go with Miami as long as they still play Reggie Bush. Um. Uh, <laughs> Not really sure what was going on there last week, but uh, I think they'll bounce back from a really embarrassing loss. And anybody who's listened to the show at any point knows that I am a big-time apologist for both Buffalo and Miami. So, naturally, I'm excited for this one. Um, Fantasy-wise, I think there's a fair amount of value on both sides of the ball. Since I'm talking to away teams, I'll tell you about Miami. I'm 
willing to still start Ryan Tannehill. Uh, obviously, I like him in a deeper league as a single quarterback, or if you're able to start to love him as a second quarterback. Um, running backs, I'm starting Reggie Bush. Uh, Daniel Thomas, more of a flex option for me. Wide receivers, Brian Hartline. It's no secret I love that guy. Definitely starting him. I like Devon Bess as well. Again, more of a flex option. And I'm going to go nuts and tell you to start Anthony Fasano this week. This happens very rarely, so maybe you mark it down. You just made my day. I know, I know. This is my early Christmas gift to you, Sherpa, and to Anthony Fasano, because I'm sure he knows. <laughs> um, I'm also going to start the kicker and the defense. I I do like the Miami defense a lot, though I don't think – I just – Thursday night games historically not super high scoring, so I feel pretty secure starting them, even though it may be a closer game. If you were in a deeper league, would you consider as a flex option either Lamar Miller or Jabbar Gaffney? Um, maybe Lamar Miller a little more than Gaffney, but I just, like you said, I don't think it's going to be super high scoring, so I'm not sure if there's going to be enough there. That's fair. Yeah. And for Buffalo quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, I will start him this week just because I don't think much of Miami's past defense. Running back C.J. Spiller is probable with a shoulder injury. Start him. Wide receivers Stevie Johnson and Donald Jones, I would say start them if they're both healthy enough to play. Tight end Scott Chandler, start. Running back Fred Jackson looks like he's out with a concussion, so don't start him. Kicker Ryan Lindell is okay and the defense is okay to start as well this week. I can live with that. All right, moving right along first to the early Sunday games. We've got Tampa Bay at Carolina. As I alluded to before, Tampa Bay's offense suddenly seems to have woken up, and you know, fortunately for them, there uh, no other teams have decided to uh, you know rush the quarterback on the the kneel down play at the end of the game. But I think Tampa Bay will know. be kneeling. You, you never know that <laughs> if they face the Giants in the playoffs, then. Uh, they better hope that they don't have a lead at the end of the game that they need to protect. So, <laughs> anyway, for the at this point, I hate to say it, but it's looking more likely that Tampa will make the playoffs than the Giants. Kind of we'll excited say, about it. Kind of. I'm not so excited about that. But <laughs> anyway, I think Tampa will con- con- uh, continue. That's what I was looking for. Continue its offensive resurgence this week, and I look for them to win a fairly high-scoring game over Carolina, 31-24. I agree this will be a higher-scoring game, but I think more of the points are coming to Tampa Bay than Carolina. I just – Carolina needs to show me that they're functional before I'm going to really buy into this. Uh, Tampa, their defense I think I have a little more respect for, and I think they just have the ability to put more points up. So I'm taking Tampa by 10 points, Going, going big. Um, in that regard, obviously, I think there's some fantasy value here. <laughs> Josh Freeman, I'm fine starting as just your only quarterback. If if it comes to that, I think he can do a little bit of damage here. I am without a doubt starting Doug Martin, who when he played them the first time around and wasn't really the running back he is now, still put up almost 100 yards and a touchdown against this Carolina defense, and I think he's going to go even bigger than that this week. Um, I'm going to start wide receivers Mike Williams and Vincent Jackson, and I agree with you, Tyquan Underwood is a nice little flex play. How he fits that crazy haircut under a helmet, I'll never know, but he manages to do it. It's removable. <laughs> there you go. It's the like haircut Velcro. and the helmet. It goes right on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tight, end, tight end Dallas Clark, I'm saying no to this week. Uh, I just I don't know if there's going to be quite enough there. I am starting the kicker and the defense, though. For Carolina, I like the matchup against Tampa Bay's pass defense. That pass defense is one of the worst in the league, if not the worst. Mm. Uh, Quarterback Cam Newton, I think this is a week where you can start him. Same thing with wide receiver Steve Smith. And Ted and Greg Olson was about the only offense they had last week. But I think this week he'll have another big week, but there'll be some others joining him in the parade. Running back John Stewart is a flex option for me, as is wide receiver Brandon LaFell. Kicker Justin Medlock is okay to start. 
running back, D'Angelo Williams, at this point you really don't want to have anything to do with him. He's not playing enough to... The, the Panthers don't even want anything to do with him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not getting enough touches to really be fantasy relevant at this point. So if, if you still have him, keep him on your bench. And if you don't have him, keep it that way. And then wide receiver Lewis Murphy is also somebody that should stay on your bench. And the defense, this is not a week to start them either. No. No, I don't think so. Not quite. Moving right along, we've got a game we can discuss in about five seconds. We've got Cleveland at Dallas this week. This looks like a mismatch on paper, and I think it'll be a mismatch on the field too. Dallas will win this game by at least 10 points as they have their traditional home game before their traditional home game on Thanksgiving, and I think they'll win this 27-17. Yeah, I think this is is not going to be too fair of a fight. Uh, Obviously, I'm a little biased, but even a a sort of depleted Dallas defense, I think, will be able to stifle Cleveland's offense. Um, Quarterback Brandon Whedon, I just, unless he's, you're in a deep league and he's your second quarterback, I just don't know if there'll be enough there. Um, Running backs, Trent Richardson, I think I'm okay starting. Cowboys are a little less interested in stopping the run than they are the pass game. Um, In that regard, I'm not starting tight end Ben Watson. I don't think there's going to be enough for him. I do still like Josh Gordon at wide receiver, maybe more as a flex than anything else, but I think he's got some, some big yard potential, a couple of downfield bombs, and you may have enough points there to make it worthwhile. Beyond that, I'm saying no to everybody else, defense, kickers included. I just I don't think it's going to be particularly high scoring on either side, but I don't think Cleveland's going to bring you a ton this week. I think I'm a little bit more optimistic on or on Greg Little than you are. Yeah, I I, mean, I, I don't really have anything against him. I'm just I like well, Josh Gordon a little better than the two. Oh no, I I like Gordon <clears throat> better of the two, but I I think Little. Yeah, it would be it'd be Dallas more of a secondary. Deeper week. For yeah. Little. All right, but that makes sense. Yeah. For Dallas quarterback Tony Romo, I would start him this week. Wide receiver Des, I'm going undergoing anger management. Bryant and Miles Austin <laughs> start both of those guys. Tight end Jason Witten start him and start the defense. Running back Felix Jones is a flex option. If Demarco Murray plays, he's questionable with a foot injury. I'd mm. say he's a flex option, but it, you know, I'm not sure whether he's going to play. Jana would probably know more about that than I. Kicker uh, Dan Bailey is okay, and wide receiver Kevin Ogletree, you can leave him on your bench this week. All right. I can work with that. Next up is a game that I wish were on Thanksgiving, but it's not. So we've got Green Bay at Detroit and the other traditional home game before the Thanksgiving home game for Detroit. And I think I'm not – I just don't know what it is about Green Bay that doesn't impress me. They're just, they just don't seem to be hitting on all cylinders, and I think that's going to continue this week. I, I think that Detroit gets the best of them, bounces back from their loss against the Vikings. I'll pick Detroit to win this game 28-24. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think this is going to be close. I think it's going to come down to the wire, but I think the Packers will probably come out on top. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. They always just play weird games against each other. I think that's that's fair to say. So, so the forecast for Sunday is weird. Weird, yeah, weird. All with right. a chance of very weird. Okay. Um, but uh, obviously we still don't have Greg Jennings for the Packers, so that's somebody you're not looking for this week. And Aaron Rodgers, absolutely start him. He's going to have a big day. Um, running backs, I like Alex Green. James Stark's just not getting enough there for fantasy value. So we will move on to tight ends. Just Jermichael Finley is kind of the forgotten man. He's still owned in a lot of leagues just based on name. Uh, just just don't. There are much better tight end matchups and options around the league. Um, Anthony Fasano for one. Uh, yeah, Anthony Fasano. I would take at this point, in the season, 
nine times out of ten, I'm taking Anthony Fasano over Jermichael Finley. I never thought I'd be saying that. I think I would disagree on that as much as I like Anthony Fasano. But uh, anyway, so who else on Green Bay do you like this week? Uh, Wide receivers, Jordy Nelson and James Jones are very much like. Randall Cobb and Donald Driver are more secondary options, but not bad ones. It's kind of a pick-your-own-adventure with these wide receivers a lot of weeks. Uh, And I am still going to start the kicker. Defense, much more of a maybe for me. I think that, again, there are points to be given up here, but you got some defenses on by, you may get stuck with them. So... For Detroit, I like quarterback Matthew Stafford. Wide receiver Calvin Johnson is the only player in the NFL that I would still leave in my starting lineup when he's listed as questionable if I weren't going to be able to change my lineup before game time on Sunday because for whatever reason, he just, I I don't know if if he just has... made out of machine parts. Yeah, if he's made out of machine parts or whether the pain threshold is just abnormally high or... Or whether, or whether you know, you know, Jim Schwartz is just pulling a, a Bill Belichick with Tom Brady's arm on us, or, or what it is. But uh, every week it seems Calvin Johnson is listed as questionable, and every week he plays. So start him. Tight end Brandon Pettigrew is starting to get a few more looks again, so I would put him in your starting lineup as well. Running back Mikel Ashur is a flex option for me this week. Wide receiver Titus Young, probable with a knee injury. Same thing, flex option. Kicker Jason Hansen and the defense are both okay starts this week. Uh, Joy Bell, leave him on the bench. Wide receivers Ryan Broyles and Mike Thomas, leave those guys on your bench as well. Yeah, all right. Okay, next up, Jacksonville at Houston. I don't say this very often. I think I've said this maybe two times in the three years that we've done the show, but I honestly predict a shutout here. I just don't see how Jacksonville is going to score, and if they do, I would predict that it'll be a maximum of three points tops. I'll yeah. go with Houston to win this game in a shutout, 27 nothing. It's it's bad. It's just really, really bad. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it were a shutout at all. So it looks like we're going to get Blaine Gabbert back this week. He was knocked out for a bit, and Chad Henney came in and all that that good stuff. But he appears to be quarterbacking this week, unless something crazy happens between now and then. Just don't start him. Don't start him. Don't start Chad Henney. Don't, don't start anybody who might be playing quarterback for the Jaguars. Um, Maurice Jones-Drew also likely missing another week with that foot injury. Rashad Jennings still only a flex option for me. Houston's defense is really good, and this team's really bad, even on a good day. Um, even There are even going to be wide receivers that are probably going to be flex options that score more points than Rashad Jennings this week. So, again, not, not an ideal matchup. Uh, tight end Mercedes Lewis, not not going to have any enough points to make it worth your while. Uh, as much as we like Cecil Shorts and Laurent Robinson, again, only flex players and in deeper leagues. This is really not the week for it. Justin Blackman, just stay away from. Don't start the kicker. Don't start the defense. Just please stay away from Jacksonville, if at all possible. Unless you're traveling there, it might be a nice place to be right now. Much warmer than here. True, but since it's a road game, you wouldn't get to see the game then. It might actually be better if you're a Jacksonville fan to not see the Probably. game. Probably. Yeah, you can just go and <laughs> stare at an empty stadium for three hours and be thankful they're not playing a home game. It so, be that, that would be an awesome tour, tourism there idea. There you go. <laughs> go see a bad team you know, when they're playing in another city and just stare <laughs> at their stadium for three hours. For Houston, I like running back Arian Foster, wide receiver Andre Johnson, and the defense. Quarterback Matt Schaub is the second quarterback for me this week. Wide receiver Kevin Walter, flex option. Tight ends uh, Garrett Graham and Owen Daniels. Owen Daniels questionable with a back injury that caused him to miss the game last week. Those guys are at best flex options for me. Kicker Shane Graham is okay to use. Keep running backs Justin Forsett and Ben Tate on your bench. Tate may play this week, questionable with a hamstring injury. Wide receivers, Lester Jean, uh, Javier Posey, and Keyshawn Martin, otherwise known as the Three Musketeers. Keep all three of those rookies on your bench. Okay. I like the name. 
Like it. So moving right along, Atlanta, sure enough, Roddy White talks about how they're going to be 19-0 and when they lose a game. I think they'll get back Sounds on the right. winning side this week, and I, I look to them to double up Arizona 28-14. to Yeah, if Arizona puts up 14 points, that'll be good for them, I think. This is just not going to be that fun of a game to watch. Uh, Also not that great fantasy-wise for Arizona. Uh, It's going to be John Skelton again this week. Kevin Cobb's still out. Skelton, only a second quarterback option, although you do run the risk of this becoming them getting behind so early that he may put up 45 pass attempts, which we've seen before from him. It doesn't necessarily mean big fantasy points because they don't always end up in the end zone, but it's it's a risk worth taking if you're in a two-quarterback league. Um, uh, as always, I like to start Larry Fitzgerald at wide receiver. Andre Roberts, more of a flex option for me. Early set, just say no. Michael Floyd, I'm, I'm passing on this week, I think. Tight ends, just say no to. Running backs, LaRod Stevens-Halling is the only one I'm really interested in, and he also more of a flex option or in a deeper league as a running back two or three. Um, Atlanta's got a good run defense, and like I said, he's got a real chance of this becoming an all-passing game. But he does catch the ball pretty decently for a running back, so he may get some all-purpose shards there. Uh, But don't start the defense. Don't start the kicker. It's just, I'm not excited for this one. What happened to William Powell? He's kind of, that's kind of curious. He was sort of in that Rashad Jennings bucket when the starter went down and everybody was tripping over themselves just, on the waiver wire to Rod pick Steven him up. Rod Stevens just, just kind of came out of nowhere and all of a sudden was the guy. Well, I, I don't know. I, I still think of him as more of a kick returner and third down back, but we'll see. Like you said, you know, he's definitely gotten the bulk of what little fantasy value there is for Arizona running backs this year. Yeah. So for Atlanta, running back Michael Turner has had a pretty up-and-down season. I think this will be an up week for him to start him. Tight end Tony Gonzalez every week is an up week, probably with a shoulder injury. Start him. Start Atlanta's defense. Quarterback uh, Matt Ryan don't love the matchup against Arizona secondary, which is pretty good. He's a second quarterback for me. Jack Quiz Rogers is a flex option. Wide receivers, Julio Jones and Roddy White, I don't particularly like that matchup for the same reason I don't like Matt Ryan's matchup. Jones is listed as questionable with an ankle injury. Kicker Matt Bryant is okay to use. Keep running back Jason Snelling and wide receiver Harry Douglas, who's questionable with an ankle injury. Keep those guys on your bench this week. Okay. Next up, we've got Kansas City hosting Cincinnati. And I know Jana's going to laugh at me again, but I think in spite of Cincinnati's win over the Giants last week, the Kansas City actually matches up quite well with them. And since they're at home and that they match up well and they showed they can actually lead a game in regulation time this past Monday night, I'm going to pick Kansas City to be winning this game at the end of regulation time, 28-24. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to pick Cincinnati by touchdown. Um, can't I just I just don't buy Kansas City as all that functional yet. But hey, I've been surprised before. I could be surprised again. Uh, I would very much be interested in starting a couple of players on the Bengals. Andy Dalton, I think, has a nice little matchup this week. Uh, the law firm Ben Jarvis Green Ellis at running back. I think this could be a week for him to break out. He's been uh, a little bit of a disappointment for a lot of people this year, but I think the matchup is right for him this week. Wide receiver AJ Green is an absolute start. Uh, Andrew Hawkins, who we were excited about early, kind of has fallen off. Brandon Tate's questionable, and again, just not going to be enough there. Uh, tight end Jermaine Gresham, I like his matchup this week. I'm starting him, and I'm going to start the defense. Not going to start the kicker, though. Hawkins had a pretty decent game against the Giants. He found the end zone, and he dropped another ball, but mm. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I think, there, I think there are better flex plays out there this week. Sure, sure. I just I guess I'm a little more optimistic about his prospects. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. 
for Kansas City, running back Jamal Charles is a definite start in tight end. Tony Moyaki is a definite start. Quarterback Matt Castle, assuming that he starts, you know, Brady Quinn is probable with his concussion, but I'm guessing that they're going to stick with Castle at this point. Uh, Castle is at best a second quarterback. Running back Peyton Hillis is a flex option in a deeper league. Wide receiver Dwayne Bowe, questionable with a thigh injury. If he's healthy, if he's upgraded to probable, you can start him with confidence. Kicker Ryan Suckup and the defense are both decent options this week. Quarterback Brady Quinn, don't start him. Sean uh, Drone, especially with Hillis back, has lost any fantasy value he may have had. Wide receivers Dexter McCluster, John Baldwin, and Steve Preston. Keep all of those guys on your bench. Baldwin is listed currently as questionable with a concussion. Okay. All right. So next we have another 1 o'clock game, and that would be Philadelphia traveling down to Washington. This should be interesting. Washington had off last week. Philadelphia, I guess you could argue that they thought it was a bye week too, but it wasn't. <laughs> and I, It was I a tough week for them. No, it, it was a tough week, and I think this will be a high-scoring game, but I just am not sold on the idea of Nick Foles yet. If you're in a dynasty league and have him, great. If you're desperate because of bye weeks and need a guy to start for a week, great. But you know, if you're cutting Brandon Whedon or someone for Nick Foles, I, I think you may be disappointed. I'll go with Washington to win this game, 31-28. I think this will be an interesting game, if nothing else. Um, I think I think that the Eagles are going to pull the upset here, the semi-upset. Um, but again, it's it's kind of going to be a shootout, and that's going to impact your options somewhat. Like we talked about earlier, not going to see Michael Vick most likely this week, so it is probably going to be Nick Foles. Um, and also going to be without wide receiver Jason Avant. And like you said, Jeremy Macklin, questionable with back injury. So I like Nick Foles. If you're in a deep league, I, I'd prefer him much more as a, a second quarterback option. You're not sure what you're going to get from him. But uh, I do like him a lot, and I think this is a good matchup for him. He did look a little bit like a rookie last year, in that, or last week, and that fumble in the end zone wasn't great, but I think he bounces back. I'm definitely starting with Sean McCoy. I'm starting Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Macklin, more of a flex option. And I just I don't think there's any reason to go looking at Damaris Johnson. Riley Cooper also could be a flex option, especially if Macklin doesn't make it through a whole game, which when we've seen him battling injuries has been uh, very prevalent. He doesn't make it through a lot of games. Uh Tight end Brent Selleck, I think, will have a very nice game this week. Uh, from what I've seen of Nick Foles, he is very tight end friendly, so he will definitely be looking his way. Uh, kicker Alex Henry is uh, a maybe for me if you really need a guy, but I think there are better kickers out there. And no to the defense because there are definitely points being scored here. Washington, I like quarterback Robert Griffin III, so give me an award for the obvious statement of the week. <laughs> Running back Alfred Morris is a start for me. Tight end Logan Paulson, same thing. And kicker Kai Forbath, I would start him with confidence. Wide receiver Santana Moss, probable after that concussion. He's a flex option for me, as are Josh Morgan and Leonard Hankerson. Defense is okay to start. Wide receiver Pierre Garcon is going to miss yet, or well, it looks like he's going to miss yet another game mm-hmm. with his foot injury. And tight end Chris Cooley, they just haven't gotten him involved in the offense yet, and I don't think that's going to change this week. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, let's move on to a game that unfortunately is going to be broadcast live in the New York area, and that's the Jets at St. Louis. True. It's the only game that New York fans. Yeah, the home fans get I'm lucky to live on the edge of the New York and the Philly cable market, so I get twice as many games. Yes. This game... Great, but... (laughs) Well, this game, the quarterbacks in in this game, you could argue, both have underachieved. At least Sam Bradford had a good rookie season. I know people make a lot of of Mark Sanchez having taken his team to the AFC Championship Mm -hmm. team. 
the first two seasons, but again, you know, that was a lot more about their defense than it was about yeah. their offense. Their offense was just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. St. Louis, I, I just think they have a little bit too much for the Jets, and the Jets, I think, just don't have enough offense to beat anybody besides maybe Jacksonville at this point. So I'll go with St. Louis to win this 24-20. 20 points for the Jets. You're feeling generous. That's probably 14 from the defense, though. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I think St. Louis wins. I, I, Again, the Jets' offense not putting up 20 points. The defense helps, maybe. Um, fantasy-wise, Mark Sanchez is only a second quarterback option and a deeper league one at that. Um, he only be a second quarterback option on his own team. True, but so should a lot of the other ones on, on the roster. Um, running back Sean Green, I'm okay starting as a second or third running back. Um, wide receiver-wise, Jeremy Curley is the only one I'm interested in. Just say no to Stephen Hill and Chad Schillings and all of that. Uh, tight end Dustin Keller, I like as a, again, a deeper. If you're in a 14-team league, I'm okay with it. He's like tight end 12 or 13 on my rankings for this week. Um, and the defense is I think I'm going to start and not the kicker. Sorry, Nick Folk. For St. Louis, running back Steven Jackson had the lion's share of the carries, or I guess the Rams' share of the carries last week. But, yeah, I think either he or Daryl Richardson can be started with confidence this week. Same thing, tight end Lance Kendricks and the Rams' defense. Quarterback Sam Bradford is the second quarterback option for me. Wide receiver Danny Amendola, not as high on him as you are, to me, he's at best a flex option against the Jets' secondary, which is still pretty good, even sans Darrell Revis. And kicker Greg Thurline is okay to start this week. Greg the leg. Greg the leg, yes. And wide receivers Brandon Gibson and Chris Givens, I would stay away from both those guys this week, too. Okay. I can live with that. Now we move on to the Sunday late games. First game up, New Orleans at Oakland. I think there's not going to be a heck of a lot of defense played in this game, but Mm-mm. I think New Orleans will play just a little bit more defense in Oakland, and I'll pick them to win this game 31-28. to <laughs> uh, Yeah, this is not going to be a defensive matchup for sure. I think New Orleans wins, and again, kind of more of a shootout. Uh, fantasy-wise for the Saints, this is... This running back situation has become interesting, but uh, Drew Brees definitely starting. Pierre Thomas started the year as the favorite out of this backfield and has kind of become running back four at this point, it feels like. Um, Only if you don't uh, count Traverius Cadet. Yeah, true, true. Um, Mark Ingram, like we talked about, I like as, as a flex option. Chris Ivory is more of a deeper flex option for me. And, uh, I mean, don't start Cadet. Darren Sproles, just not not a lot happening there. They're talking he's maybe coming back. He didn't last week. Maybe he comes back. It's You're not going to know until game time. Even if he does, there's it's just it's picking out of this running back situation is just not fun. I like Mark Ingram the best out of the bunch today. I could change tomorrow. Um, tight end Jimmy Graham, absolutely starting. Uh, wide receivers, Marquise Colston, the best out of the bunch. I like Lance Moore a lot as well. Uh, more of a flex option, but I like him better than Devery Henderson for sure. And the defense, don't start. And even the kicker. I like the kicker more this week, Garrett Hartley. I think there are going to be extra points to be had. For Oakland, I like this matchup for quarterback Carson Palmer. Wide receiver Darius Hayward Bay, as Jana mentioned before, he's been uh, listed as questionable, so I'm downgrading him from a must-start to a flex option at this point. Denarius Moore, on the other hand, I think is a definite start. The running back situation, I think whichever of those guys are healthy enough to play, and at this point it looks like Reese and Taiwan Jones or the healthiest of the four of those guys would be worthwhile flex options if they uh, are playing and the other two aren't. If either Darren McFadden or Mike Goodson were both uh, questionable with ankle injuries, if either of those guys play, then 
bump uh, Reese and Jones out of your lineup and, and make those guys a flex option. Uh, Darius Hayward Bay is a flex option, as I mentioned. Same thing, wide receiver Rod Streeter. Backup tight end David Osbury is flex option if, if uh, Brandon Myers can't play. And kicker Sebastian Janikowski is okay to use. He's probable with a groin injury. Stay away from wide receivers. You're on Kreiner, tight end Brandon Myers. Is questionable with that concussion injury and the defense this week. So once again, expect lots of fireworks in the black hole this week. Yes. All right. Ten minutes to get three games in. Let's do it. Or four uh, games. It's actually, actually four games. Four games. All right. We're doing San Diego at Denver. I think the Peyton Manning comeback thing continues. Right now, Denver would be my pick to represent the AFC over Houston in the Super Bowl. I'll take Denver to win this game 27-21. to 21. Uh, I would have to agree there. I like Peyton Manning and this Denver team a lot. Um, Phillip We're Rivers getting D.J. Williams back this week, too. Very true. Phillip Rivers is more attention. of a second quarterback option for me this week, borderline first, but I like him better as a second. Running back Ryan Matthews is the winner in the clubhouse out of that running back core right now. Wide receivers, Denario Alexander and Malcolm Floyd are the only ones I want to start. I'm absolutely starting tight end Antonio Gates. And no kicker, no defense. For Denver, start quarterback Peyton Manning, running back Willis McGahee, wide receivers, Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker in the defense. Tight ends, Jacob Tammy and Joel Dreesen are both flex options. Kicker Matt Crater is a good start. And running, running back, excuse me, Running back Ronnie Hillman, stay away from him. All right. Easy so now we go from the blast, you know, the one of the best of all time who's on the downside of his career to somebody who looks like he might be one of the better quarterbacks for years to come. I'm talking, of course, about the Jackson. No, I'm not talking about Jackson. Uh-huh. I'm talking about Indianapolis at New England, and this should be a good matchup, Anthony Luck versus Tom Brady and company. I think New England, I think Brady just has a better supporting cast at this point than Luck does. It's impressive what Luck has been able to do, but I think the winning streak comes to an end this week, and I'll take New England to win this game 37-27. I can't argue too much with that, actually. Um, Andrew Luck, I think you can start as your only quarterback if you need to this week. Um, There are definitely going to be some points to be had for him. Uh, I like Donald Brown the best out of the the running back bunch. I think he's a week healthier, and we're going to see him get more and more of the carries. Wide receiver-wise, obviously go with Reggie Wayne. Uh, Donnie Avery, as long as he plays, he's got a banged-up hip. I would say he's definitely a flex option for me. T.Y. Hilton becomes a more interesting flex option if Avery doesn't go, but if you're in a deeper league, I do still like Hilton a lot. Um, it looks like Cody Fleener may miss another week. They're they're sort of number one tight end. So Dwayne Allen, again, a much deeper league pick. I'd prefer you just let him go this week. It's going to be more wide receivers getting the targets, I think. Um, but no kicker, no defense for me. Like you said, it's Tom Brady. He's going to put points up. Speaking of Tom Brady, you start him, start running back, uh, You've had uh, Shane Vereen, that's all right. I meant Stephen Ridley. <laughs> uh, Shane Vereen should be on the bench with uh, Brandon Bolden. Probably. So start uh, Stephen Ridley, and that's it for the starts because I just don't know. Their four biggest uh, receivers, their four main targets are all listed as questionable. I'm talking about wide receivers Brandon Lloyd and Wes Welker. They're both questionable. Uh, Lloyd with a knee injury, Welker with an ankle injury. Tight ends Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez are also both listed as questionable. Gronkowski with a hip injury, Hernandez with an ankle injury. Danny Woodhead is looking more and more like a decent flex option week in and week out. As I mentioned before, Brandon Bolden suspended, so you don't want him in your lineup. Shane Vereen, no, and wide receiver Julian Adelman should be back this week uh, with his hand injury, but uh, you don't want him in your lineup. Yeah, okay. I can live with that. Let's keep going. Yep. So Sunday night game, we've got Baltimore at Pittsburgh. This loses a little bit of its luster if Roethlisberger can't play on the plus side. The Pittsburgh running backs seem to be getting healthier, and Baltimore's defense isn't as good as it's been historically. Still, I think the quarterback 
the loss of Big Ben is too much for the Steelers to overcome, and regardless of whether it's Byron Leftwich or whomever playing quarterback, I, I still think that uh, Baltimore wins this game, though, thanks to Dennis Dixon, but I'll go with Baltimore 24 and Pittsburgh 21. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be another typical lower-scoring close game, even without Big Ben. Uh, I'm starting Joe Flacco. I am absolutely starting Ray Rice, who I think will have a very nice game. Uh, tight end Dennis Pitta. I'm going to take Flyer on this week. I think he's got a chance to do a little bit of damage. Um, wide receivers get a little more interesting. I think Torrey Smith is the only one I really like out of the bunch. Anquan Bolden's a pass for me this week. Jacoby Jones, much more of a flex option. I think they're going to do a lot of their damage on the ground. Um, like you said, the defense not looking like the Baltimore defense of old. I am not starting them this week. Um, maybe to the kicker. Again, if you have better options, it's not going to be that high scoring of a game. For Pittsburgh, I don't really know what's going on with that running back situation there. We'll Nobody have to see <laughs> as the week goes on. If I had to pick one, it would be Isaac Redman at this point, and he and tight end Heath Miller I think is going to get a lot of looks this week. Quarterback Byron Leftwich is the second quarterback for me. Running back uh, uh, Jonathan Dwyer would be a flex option for me. Wide receivers Mike Wallace and Emmanuel Sanders. Normally I'd say start those guys if Ben Roethlisberger were the quarterback, but with Byron Leftwich, the quarterback, I wouldn't do that. They're the best flex options for me. And the Steelers' defense is okay to start. Uh, ben Roethlisberger probably out with that shoulder injury, so keep him on your bench. Richard Mendenhall supposedly back this week with his Achilles injury. I just think that they have healthier options, and I wouldn't start him. Wide receiver Antonio Brown. Maybe out with an ankle injury, don't start him. And kicker, Sean Sweeson, I just don't think they're going to score enough points to make him a worthwhile fantasy option this week. No. No, I don't think so. All so right. There we are. We've, we've done our two-minute drill, and we're we down keep to the going, final <laughs> game of the season. We've got the battle of the concussed quarterbacks, and we'll see who's concussed or or conquistador yeah. this week. I'll pick uh, San Francisco to win this game at home 20-17. I think San Francisco absolutely wins this game, and I don't think it matters who plays quarterback for the Bears. Um, again, even if Jay Cutler plays, he's coming back against the 49ers defense, which is really not what you're trying to do coming back from a concussion. Uh, I don't like his backup, Jason Campbell, really any better, so I would stay away from both this week. Um, running back Matt Forte, definitely start. I don't think there's going to be enough for Michael Bush as a flex option, so say no to him this week, say no to the tight ends. Uh, I'm willing to start wide receiver Brandon Marshall. The rest I'm saying no to. Again, I don't think this is a very high-scoring game. Uh, I will say start the Bears defense, say no to the kicker. It'll, this is going to be, You're not going to know who's quarterbacking until probably Sunday in this game. <laughs> for San Francisco... Start running back Frank Gore, tight end Vernon Davis, and the defense. Quarterback Alex Smith, he's questionable with his concussion. I would say he's the second quarterback option at best this week. Chicago's defense is obviously quite good. Wide receiver Michael Crabtree is a flex option for me. Don't start quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Running backs Kendall Hunter and Brandon Jacobs. Wide receivers Mario Manningham, Randy Moss, and Kyle Williams. And I would also stay away from kicker David Akers. I just think this is going to be a, uh, a very low-scoring game. Yes, I think so. Uh, so we have made it to the end of the line, and we're going to wrap this show up. We will be back next week on Wednesday night from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, as we are every Wednesday night. Our Thanksgiving uh, Eve special. Yes, yes, because we do have a lot of Thursday games next week, so be sure to come and set your lineup with us. Uh, you can find us all week long on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. Our email address is the same handle, the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. That's the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. We are on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page, and there's a great blog at fantasyfootballsherpa.com. You can also find us on our personal Twitter accounts. Uh, the Sherpa is Fantasy underscore Sherpa, and I am JKIM16. 
And again, if you have questions or you need some quick quick tweaks to your lineup on Sunday, feel free to find us all over the place. We're more than happy to answer your questions. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks for a great show, Jen, and we'll see everybody next week. Good luck in your games this week. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.